Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's September 28th. 1889, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. Feet, inches, palms, cubits, rods, and all other archaic units of distance measurement were swept away on this day when the first general conference of the Weights and Measures Commission, pretty cool sounding (laughs) commission, you guys. (laughs) They must have had some excellent merch. Mustn't they? <laughs> this lanyard is exactly perfect, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just non-stop fun at the Weights and Measures Commission. A sticker which says, my other car is a meter. Anyway, they met in Sèvres in France to refine the definition of the metre and hand out metal bars to be taken to countries all across the world and used as the basis for all measurement henceforth. And this wasn't new. Before the meter, the general measurement of length in France was called the toise. And it was based on the length of an iron bar that was embedded in the wall of the Grand Châtelet in Paris, which, (laughs) as you can maybe foresee when you're measuring something based off a relatively old structure, it was damaged in 1667. The pillar was bent slightly and everyone thought oh no, we'll never know how long things are, so it had to be replaced. (laughs) So this whole thing of like actually distributing iron bars was pretty much the way things were done. And when you think about it, I guess it was the only way that it it could be done. You needed to send out those physical bars. It's the only way it can be done when you all agree on a new metric system. But that was the point of feet, wasn't it, before? I mean, Mm. feet has its detractors. Yes, it's subjective. Yes, it's misogynist. But... I can sort of, with my eyes, calculate roughly what an average man's foot size is from one side to the other. You know, I can look ahead and say, well, that's about Mm. six feet, that's about ten feet. I would argue still, with the metre, it's a bit confusing. I can't look at a space and say, was it 2.5 or 3 or 5? Well, Ollie, you would have absolutely loved the twas because it was based on the outstretched arms of a large man. (laughs) Perfect. <laughs> That's you. Yeah. I can just go around hugging everything. <laughs> and I think there's truth to that. I think that some of those old measurements were intuitively quite good. You can sort of take a punt at how long an inch is. You can have a, a go at a foot and then and a yard. But the problem and the reason why they needed a standardized system of some kind was that scientists were really struggling because actually all of the previous measurements weren't universal. Even feet and inches were different in different parts of the world. And apparently inches themselves were meant to be the distance of three barley corns laid end to end. But of course, barley corns are different sizes. So you didn't have this one thing (laughs) that people could draw on if they were trying to be properly scientific. Apparently that's why the whole idea that Napoleon was really short came about, was that the French 
feet and inches were different to the English feet and inches. <laughs> That's Did not Napoleon true. write this bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was actually seven foot tall. I mean, I haven't got it to hand, but I think he was something like five foot six, which was like pretty standard man height for the era. But because the French measurement was different, the British were like, he's five foot two. And the French were like, no, actually, that's a normal height. And they were like, don't care. We've already drawn the cartoons. <laughs> I mean, we've delineated what the problem was. Um, pre-revolution in France, it was estimated there were at least 250,000 different units of weights and measures in use in France alone. But that doesn't necessarily indicate that this, the metric system, was the solution, as far as I'm concerned. It was a solution that was proposed about 100 years prior from this legal definition of the metre being agreed. And the big idea was, let's take the meridian of the Earth or the equator divide it into 40 million equal parts, and each one of those parts will be the new fundamental measure of length. Like, why is that any less arbitrary than a foot? It isn't. Like, a foot is also a a natural phenomenon, isn't it? A person's foot? Well, I think that the idea was that if you were able to do this macro distance, and in fact what um, I had read was that they were measuring the North Pole to the equator and then dividing it by 10 million. Either way, you're looking for something that is common to all people on Earth, and that is the size of the Earth. You're looking for scale of planet and then subdividing that in some way to, to get to something that's a very small amount of that. It's not like it's a, it means anything more to the man in the street, is it? I mean, as a result of this idea, two blokes, Pierre Machin and Jean-Baptiste Delarme, spent six years triangulating a line from Dunkirk to Barcelona <laughs> just so that they could get that measurement of 10 millionths of the distance from the North Pole to the equator. Why? I mean, no one would be able to verify whether that was correct or not, well, so it doesn't mean anything. And, annoyingly, after six or seven years of doing these measurements, they were wrong. Hilariously. <laughs> yeah, they, they pulled up a little <laughs> bit short. Also, it was in the immediate aftermath of the French Revolution, and the countryside in France was a pretty dangerous place to be, and they were also thrown into jail once or twice, so it's no wonder it took a long time for them to do this and also it's perhaps forgivable that they made a little bit of a boo-boo in their calculations using what is now antiquated equipment and trying to measure really really accurately the distance between two cities is it they had one job (laughs) (laughs) literally that's all they had to do (laughs) i'm sorry they ended up in prison but all they had to do is come back with a rod that was exactly a meter. I mean, probably somewhere near Leon, one of them turned to the other one and was like, what was that number I told you to remember a minute ago? <laughs> anyway, they did come up with this measurement. They divided it by 10 million, and then that was decided to be the meter. The Academy of Sciences uh, in France then created this platinum bar that was the Maître de Archive, and that was the literal measuring stick for a meter for the foreseeable future. Except that, A, they got their their calculations wrong, and B, only having one metal bar was a really useless way for people around the world to be able to work out how long a meter was. And that's what brings us to this date in question, that there was a point where they were like, actually what we need is an international meter, and more to the point, a bunch of international meters that are all exactly the same and we can hand them out and everyone can take them everywhere and measure things. It was a rod conference. <laughs> it was a I mean, rod I made conference. a joke earlier about like, the merch, <laughs> but actually what it was, so you went along and you paid 10,000 francs and you got a platinum iridium meter to take home with you. <laughs> we really are talking about the height of the meter craze here, aren't we? And then you had to go around telling everyone they exist because obviously all the metric fans that had turned up for the conference weren't going to be the people who would have to be building chicken sheds and stuff. So what they did in Paris is they went round putting up 
uh, metre Italian uh, standard metre bars on window sills, so that you could go and compare your homemade metre stick with the one that was under the window sill. And there's still a few left. Like, so it's kind of obscure tourist attraction if you look on Instagram. And yet, <laughs> it is still the case that although the metric system is the official system of measurement for every country in the world, it isn't for three. Liberia, shrug. Myanmar, shrug. And the United <laughs> States. Like, yeah. they haven't got the USA on board still. It's yeah. embarrassing, isn't it, for all these metricians who are now dead. You know, the, the most powerful country throughout the 20th century never subscribed to this universal system, so-called universal system of measurement. Well, they have and they haven't because actually due to the slight uncertainty of the length of inches, feet, yards and so on, all of those are defined against the meter these days. So even America has had to sign up to a metric indication of what a foot is because the only universal way of understanding the foot is by putting it against this universal thing that we now have, which is the meter. But I have to say, like, we here in the UK can't really sit on our high horse because we do have one of the weirdest, most mixed up system of weights and measures mm. that probably exists anywhere. We have a great way to measure that high horse. <laughs> yeah, we can measure it any way you want. Hands, inches, meters, <laughs> yards, like we can do it all. I think we are probably the most mixed country i would say where most people measure their weight in stone but then also you probably know your weight in kilos as well you drink pints but you might use liters when you're measuring out drinks at home there's just it's all completely mixed up and that's to do with the long-standing opposition i mean you guys are older than me you might remember when this opposition was a bit more fierce i feel like it's died down a bit now but certainly when i was younger i remember there being a lot of complaining about things being measured in grams and kilos instead of good old fashion mm. pounds yeah totally and I, actually i'm still personally resistant to switching my sat nav to kilometers mm. I, I know that that's more internationally accepted but it does bother me because i do think in miles one weird thing that i discovered in my research is the continued existence of the barley corn as a unit of measurement in the most unexpected place which is <laughs> that it's still used as the basis of shoe sizes in english speaking countries so apparently size 12 is a sort of standard length and then anything smaller than that you go down in sizes so 11 is one barley corn shorter than a size 12 and 10 is one barley corn shorter than size 11 isn't that weird is there some kind of standardized platinum barley corn somewhere <laughs> yeah, there must be <laughs> it's a golden pair of dunlops <laughs> stored in a vault tomorrow at least he didn't go Star Wars style and call himself John Paul IV. <laughs> A new pope. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network.